Yeah, more than hashtags. Come on, come on. Yeah, more than hashtags. No, we won't forget uh-huh. what's working, what's trendy, and what's next. Yeah. With Adam Lidecker and Vincent Orlek. Every week, a new episode from News on the Net. Come on. Uh, repping Arizona. I know just what you came for. For stories people might miss and fly under the radar. Yeah, more than hashtags. It's news and we're on it. Make sure that you subscribe and follow if you want it. Yeah, more than hashtags. Welcome to More Than Hashtags, a special 2020 election edition. I am Adam Lidecker with my ever-confident co-host, Vincent Orlick. Vincent Orlick. What up? Hey. We're back. Yeah. Uh, I think we got a very timely, uh, I would just call it a special edition drop podcast. Um, Social media focus as we... uh, as we go into an election, while this episode may not be super evergreen, by the time you listen to it, the information is uh, always evergreen. Uh, oh, yeah. We don't care about the evergreen on this one. This is You're going to listen to this before the election or on election day and uh, utilize this information, or you're not. Well, and, <laughs> and, and practically, probably days, if not weeks after the election, depending on how it goes, but we're sitting there and talking this week and thinking like, what do we follow? What do we follow on social? Uh, what to look out for? And, and just practically, what are the social media sites doing to protect misinformation and inform us? Um, I almost, I'm trying to think what year it was. Maybe, maybe it was the 2000 election. I'm not quite sure. Um, no, it couldn't have been that late. Uh, no, actually, it was probably like 2012. Yeah, it was 2012. I remember I was, I didn't even live in Arizona yet. But I, so I remember having my laptop, the TV, my iPhone. I remember because it was like the first iPhone. I had them all up. So I had all these different sources of information trying to stream at the same time to figure out what was going on. And now it's probably worse. But there's, there's a lot. I mean, obviously, you know, we, we see it every day. There's a lot of just places and misinformation and, and some accurate, some accurate information worked in. Uh, there's a lot of places to get this information. So what we wanted to, to do was talk about and guide, provide a little bit of a guide uh, as, to, as to where you may or may not want to wanna follow. Um, but most importantly, I mean, we, we, you've heard this a million times, if you've been paying attention, uh, going into everything this week and election day and night and, and after, especially, be aware of what you're reading, be aware of what you're sharing. Um, don't do the uh, blind share. <laughs> That's not recommended during this time read the actual article or content, whatever that may be that you're sharing, please Um, make sure it's accurate over question it. If you have to sign (laughs) sign off social media, if you need to. Well, yeah, of course, Um, but most people won't. I mean, they just people, people won't do it. I think, I think what you said is really important. Like election misinformation has been with us. It's going to continue to be with us. It's very easy to create the stuff that looks super plausible in the 
ridiculously fast pace of election night, it is so easy to see a graphic or see this news report that might not even be from that night, but this misinformation may spread and it's made in such a way that's easily shareable. That's the point. Um, so I think last week we talked about just if you see something that's, you know, they say too good to be true or too, too, uh, too fake to be real. Quickest way to do is go to like Google news and see if it's across a different, a wide variety of trusted sources. Um, the first thing you can do is just look at the URL and see if it's like a, a, a via, like, is it like us Patriot moms, number one.com? Probably not the right, you know, probably not. <laughs> or if it's like one that looks like Des Moines, freedomregister.com like more than likely that's the other thing too is they come up with these these urls that look close enough um yeah so just check your sources be vigilant uh, knowing that uh blood pressures will be high and stay calm carry on but don't don't share things that don't and i'm saying this to myself like it's easy during the debates that i would just like share and go crazy about certain things like oh the fly there's a fly (laughs) Um, but yeah, so that's, that's a good, good starting point. Um, Vincent, where, where do you think next? Like, what are some of like, say not before we get into social media sites, like some of the trusted news sources that you, a few that you'd recommend that people maybe bookmark or have open in their tabs, uh, rather on their, on Twitter or on, on, uh, their browser. I'm, I'm definitely a fan of five thirty eight dot com uh i think that they do a, i mean their whole thing is data and analytics they do a pretty good job they're doing a great job seemingly right now uh if, you, if you're looking for any information that's a really great spot uh if you go to their website they're doing they're going to do a live blog or they're already yeah they're going to do a live blog that day they're already releasing a lot of information i mean if you go to their twitter feed they're pumping out information regularly, updates. Um, so is their founder, Nate Silver. So if you look up um, Nate Silver on Twitter, he's uh, a good follow to stay uh, with this. It's Nate Silver 538 on Twitter. He's going to be tweeting a lot that night. He he tends to not tweet as much anymore than he than he used to but on for election specific stuff and on election mm-hmm. day and night i think he'll be pretty pretty active um the the other one of the other spots i would i would recommend too um i mean we talked about this adam the the local find your local media and publications um they're going to be typically on point especially with obviously the local elections. So like, for instance, here in Arizona, um, I would like, I'll be following AZ central for sure. AZ central uh, on Twitter and, and probably the website. Um, But then there's also individual reporters like uh, the one that we, you know, we follow for a lot of different reasons, but definitely for election stuff uh, is Garrett Archer with ABC 15. Data Um, guru. The data guru yeah but like typically he's, he's every publication point. has someone on staff on social yep um so if you have a, a favorite local pub um you know take time now and find them look them up and 
That's a that's the interesting thing you said about local results. I mean, if anything, a leading indicator. I mean, a lot of those results will be able to come in early, be called early, um, and also might be a leading indicator of how the state's going. Um, Five thirty eight. The other thing that's interesting they have is a live blog right now for voting and voting problems. So everyone's anticipating. There's lots of lawsuits, lots of uh, injunctions, and different things going on about counting votes, counting mail-in votes the day of, you know, three days after. So I think we, we, we kind of know what's coming. So having not only like voting results, but that's a really good one to see uh, about polling voting issues. So in the week up to that, um, the other ones that are really good, um, AP news, a lot of people are going to be getting their source news from AP. Um, we'll, we'll get into the social networks, what they're doing in a, f- in a few, but some of them will not even call election results until they get uh, it from those trusted sources or from the election officials directly from those states or two or three trusted source sources. Um, and then thankfully we're seeing like um, they're going to have like little disclaimers. Um, that was a concern of ours is Every time you watch network news, it's every network trying to chase each other to call it first. And oh, on election night, yeah, on election yeah, night, I mean, and, and that, that's we always hear too close to call, too close to call. I think the phrase this year is counts are still being voted, votes are still being counted all the way around. Either but one, were... either one works. <laughs> yeah, so I think we're going to hear more of that versus saying too close to call. I really don't think you're going to want to be the network that calls it. So. Um, not every, we haven't read that every news station is doing this, but at least ABC News and a couple other ones are going to wait till it's 99.5, um, which again, we might not get, get um, or we might get in certain states, for instance. Yeah, I think several, several states obviously will be, you know, certain as they typically are. Um, but there's going to be a number of states as there always is. This year, it'll be more i think than usual because we have some more that are up in the air still um going in and will probably be up in the air on election night late into the night before before we get into like what each social network is doing because they're doing they're going to try to do a lion's share of effort to protect us against the spread of viral misinformation can you talk a little bit about um something that we are bombarded with every day is is uh, political ads. Um, Vincent, what are the, I mean, you, you shared some interesting things that I didn't know about. Um, I guess there's like a little cooling off period or a period that we're not going to, we thought we're not going to see ads, but you found something a little different. Yeah. I, I uh, from my understanding was Facebook slash Instagram um, was not, allowing ads during the week before the election which Um, would be fantastic frankly (laughs) right right i mean and (laughs) of course um but that's not entirely true what they're doing is they're not allowing any new ads as of now so um we're recording this on tuesday the 27th um the campaigns had until yesterday a week out (laughs) yeah we're exactly a week out um, we're going to try to get this episode up as soon as possible too. Um, but they're, they're not allowing new ads. So if any, any ads that had been set to, to run continuously through this week, 
<laughs> will continue to run, uh, which is which is a little bit different than not allowing the assumption apps. they've been a, a vetted and approved. Um, I mean, whatever. There, it's it's just the idea of you know that there's not going to be ads, and now it's been clarified there won't be new ads, and you know Twitter Twitter's also doing their thing with sort of vetting and and they have their policy with with political ads right now so yeah you know tiktok doesn't allow political ads um so it's it's kind of all across the board youtube's doing doing their sort of approach we'll get into that a little bit more too but yeah it's the 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 ads one thing one thing to mention too is that um this is not the first election where obviously where we've seen millions and millions go into political advertising um and we're not talking about uh on social we're not talking about on digital this is social specifically social media um it's it's tens of millions of dollars being poured into these channels um people might say that that's you know a, a drop in the bucket for a company like facebook but it's a significant chunk of change. Like don't be fooled. <laughs> $50 million is not a, a drop in the bucket. Um, even though Facebook sees, you know, whatever a billion, 50 million is still a good chunk of change yeah. or a hundred million is still a good chunk of change for someone to spend in ads on and, and in, a social media channel. In previous elections, they actually embedded Facebook staff with both campaigns, not just yeah. one. But they actually like loan, like to help optimize, help, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if um, you know, both campaigns have Facebook staff embedded with them. So, yeah, it's a it's a big deal. But also, I think. So there could be an October surprise. There could be a false October surprise. It's very easy to say, hey, uh, there's already know, been 50 October yeah, surprises. You could say I found somebody's diary you know, in uh, deep state Georgia and the diary said, you know, I'm being facetious. Um, <laughs> but what I'm trying to say, it, it, it's easy to drop an ad and it's easy. It is beyond easy to convince people and move people. Sometimes I even wonder like through Cambridge Analytica, that hack and all that, if I might have been swayed in some way in the 2016 election, if I saw these ads and it swayed me, I wonder often, like, um, but also a lot of people think like, Oh, it's just an ad like you see on TV, but it's not. Um, The article you share with me about uh, how many data points um, politicians have on us, Vincent and I could be getting, you know, radically targeted ads just to us. Like there might be 15 data points about me and, and 30 about him. We might get two different ads. Um, you want to talk about that a little bit? Cause I don't think people even know. I, there's really, not, in my opinion, other than legislation, there's really nothing we can do to secure our data at this point. And there's really not those right now. It's I mean, literally yeah. being weaponized against us. Um, Cause it's out there. Yeah. It's I, scraped script from different places and face social media is part of that, but not, it's not limited to that. It's, um, you know, different voter roles. Can you um, use it? They could have up to like 3000 
data points on every yeah well from from all these different i mean and that's so that came from the on the gop side i think when the in the article that we saw the reporter asked asked someone and they mentioned that they have potentially 3000 data points so i would say maybe maybe we can take that with a slight grain of salt i'm not saying it's not true i mean hundreds for sure oh yeah it could it definitely could be 3000 it could be it could be multiple thousands it's just it was just kind of a funky number yeah for someone to spit out like um but they're pulling that from i mean a data point data points are big and small right i mean it's dang it they know i liked that that matchbook 20 album back in the early (laughs) 2000s on facebook yeah and that's telling them (laughs) that's telling them how you're gonna vote oh man well i mean that so in some ways i think like if they're not allowing new ads that's a good thing because that data can be used against us um i i know personally like i don't think i've signed up for anything um i do know i signed up for some things and i get those emails the amount of text that I get that, you know, they don't even identify themselves. I probably get 20, 30 texts a day. So more than likely they're probably also sharing those, those data records as well. For sure. Yeah. Um, and that's what they mentioned. They, they were saying how um, even politicians that were um, trying to pay off their debts and bills from the campaign. Oh, okay. Like they were in the primaries There's and they didn't data. make it. So they share the data. They, 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 for they it, sell so. the data. <laughs> yeah. Or they gathered it. I mean, however they gathered it. So yeah, I mean, they, they each have, look, it's been documented 2016. We know how Cambridge Analytica situation went down and all that stuff was, was gathered. And I mean, that is, don't think for a minute that that and more is not happening <laughs> this, this time through in some different ways. We'll learn about it in a year um you know that's when we'll find out this happened some some whatever such and such happened and no what a shame like yeah uh (laughs) that's the world we live in it's like we should do another episode just on the social dilemma because i have opinions on the social dilemma Um, well i I, ties into that that means i'd have to finish it because i couldn't get through it because it's like it's too black mirror for reality uh it's a yeah, social it's, dilemma is a, a netflix documentary if you guys haven't seen it um yeah it's watch it in uh with with like you know i don't know with i don't know what the phrase would be but just, any just, documentary is filmed from a point of view so. it, oh, that's not even it's not even a documentary i wouldn't even call it a documentary it's it's definitely not it's like a docu a docudrama yeah at best it's it's actors and they're just kind it's, of it's lifetime movies meets the great hack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The great hack was much formative, much more. I mean, whatever your opinion is of it, it actually had like the actual people um, talking about what they, what actually happened <laughs> and their motives are another story, but it was like, this is the stuff that, that they were part of and actually helped make happen. Anyway, we're getting off on a. On no, a so that, let's talk about what each network's going to do. But before that, this just maybe another cautionary tale. Tale. Do you think that social media data can predict the winner? Because without a doubt, <laughs> I'll get a text. Oh, so and so is trending. Oh, on Twitter it says more trending than this person, or mentions or follows. I mean, so in other words, an article that we talked about that 
we didn't feel it was that great. But like, I, yeah, I just want to get your take, and maybe it's a cautionary tale. I, yeah, there's some data that can certainly help. I mean, as as you and I talked about, um, the the article we we happen to see was, I, I don't know, the article itself was kind of clickbait because uh, it didn't really. Number one, it and it was so I, I mean I have no qualms. I, it was in social media today, um, and it was it's the article called, "Can social media data predict the winner of the 2020 U.S. presidential election?" A look at the latest trends. Um, so let's fit as many keywords into the headline, by the way, as we can to uh, get it <laughs> trending or seen. Um, they based a lot of the the author based a lot of the information on like Twitter buzz and engagement. And those are not if at best they might be correlations. But they're not say, indicators. But then I'll say um but bots. Well or anything counts and anything. If, if there's if there's bad news for a candidate on one side or the other within 20 minutes, a full force, uh, like bot army takes over a hashtag. Sure. But I would even say that at this point, there's bad news every day. There's bad news about both candidates, essentially every day. There's good news about both candidates in their own respective worlds every day. So it's like on an engagement side, you know, the, the article talked about, how Biden's engagement had risen, you know, to this level that was previously unseen. And he was like starting to catch up to Trump's engagement or he did catch it. And it's like that, that is not an indicator as the headline asks the question, can social media data predict the winner? No. Well, (laughs) engagement on social media is not going to predict the winner of the presidential election. I'm yeah. comfortable saying that. And I agree with you. Like one, people who are going to vote, be vocal and passionate about their candidate. They're going to be vocal and passionate online. There's a large amount of people who still keep this vote very personal to them, very private. And then larger amount of people who don't post at all about on social about it at all. So see when the votes come in. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, and that was the other annoying thing about, about this piece was that, um, it asked this question and they didn't, there was no, there was no decision or determination or conclusion one way or the other. At the end, it said literally this it's ended with, which is the best indic- indicator of success. We won't know till early next month, but these data trends could provide some new insight into the predictive capacity of social media for election results. They, they asked this question. Like I hate articles like this. Thanks. For I'm the sorry. Quick. I hate, uh, and it, and it, look, it had all this, all these graphs and and tables and stuff. It's like all it was was Trump versus Biden. Here's their growth, the engagement, um, the page likes. Like it's all these. How how often do social media managers and people in this industry talk about vanity metrics and how little they mean? Right. This is like the ultimate <laughs> exhibit. It could have been, been written by AI. On the blockchain, it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't. I just put two more buzzwords in there. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you did. <laughs> fintech. Can we get fintech, fintech in there? Um. So, yeah. So I think again, 
cautionary tale to guard yourself um a lot don't exhaust yourself because it's gonna be a, a long night Ho- hopefully not but more than likely <laughs> it it will be a long couple days if not weeks um so yeah you're passionate about local elections you voted on those local elections local local uh, different props propositions so i mean that's stuff you're going to get information on um if, well, let me into- add this, Adam. Yeah, let me add it. this because the local elections also are usually um, indicators. Like, if anything's an indicator yeah. of how things are going, the local elections are typically, and the the senate, the senatorial elections, mm-hmm. the house. Um, I mean, but definitely even on the local levels, mayors and and um, representatives and local legislators for sure. Um, so, following those will inform a lot for sure because yeah. if they go a certain way one way or the other that's you know that there's a referendum essentially I, I really don't think it's gonna be super split it's it's gonna be one way one way or the other i i i feel like that it's it's not gonna be a, a split thing um especially with with some of these these local ones um and senate yeah. senatorial races and that sort of a thing unless there's like some legal situations and in that case then you can you can you know 538 track those i think there will be because there's a, there's a lot right now um the other ones i was just going to mention before we pivot over um pivot's a buzzword too full of buzzwords tonight <laughs> um we'll circle, circle back on that topic um <laughs> per my last email Oh boy. <laughs> um, you're, you're going down a rabbit hole. Go ahead. I know. I know. No, but two things we, and we can link to this. Um, we found two yep. really great Twitter lists uh, put together by PolitiFact. And one is about 30 news orgs. So if you want a like, good picture of how the night's going, it's just this Twitter list. And you can see all the tweets in real time by the, by the uh, news organizations. Uh, and we can link that up in the show notes. And then the, PolitiFact also has another list for um, analysts and about and some news reporters, but mainly analysts, uh, about 60 of them there. Um, that's quite interesting too, because they're going to get a little bit deeper dive. So if you're getting nerdy on that stuff, uh, in addition, every major news uh, outlet has someone covering it live, like we mentioned. So if you find your best, I, I would spend some time this week to figure out the voices you like. And on Twitter, you can not only follow, but there's a little bell you can turn notifications on. Um, I have um, a few dozen people right now, mainly for like epidemiologists for COVID. <laughs> I have trusted experts. I, I really like they're coming late breaking studies and vaccines and stuff like that. Same thing for, for election night. Um, so I'm going to probably, probably turn notifications on for probably half a dozen people that I find. Um, and that, and that's good too, because then, Twitter is always faster before it before it hit, hits the news. Yeah, well, and that's and that's what Good we're ultimately talking about, right? Yeah, there's the <laughs> pros and cons of that. And so, if you feel comfortable with your ability to weed through um, <laughs> that tweets and well, things that they're coming fast and furious, then go for it. I, I mean, sticking with the even you know what, even saying stick with verified accounts is not. <laughs> it's not a great thing because even even at that there's some verified accounts that are not trustworthy 
or they just get a little saucy for the night. Um, yeah. Well, going into that, why don't you, why don't we go every other, um, we found a list of what basically social media sites are doing. They have an election night plan. They're dedicating uh, substantial resources and they're going to do one thing or another. They're going to bare minimum, put a banner up uh, at, at maximum limit uh, the virality or the reach of, of some of this stuff. So uh, why don't you kick it off and just you kind of go into what people can expect on Twitter election night. Um, Twitter has been somewhat vocal about how they're handling, as we kind of alluded to before, um, they're, they've been big on labeling things lately <laughs> um, and calling things into question that they feel are questionable, um, labeling those things and limiting their um, virality and limiting their reach. Um, so if there are any tweets that prematurely call a race those tweets will get a label what that means we don't know until we see it um and a link back to the main twitter election page which would seemingly guide people to go look at the more accurate results that are on the twitter election page um so that's it's assuming a lot because <laughs> they're basically twitter's leaving the tweet up labeling it and saying you should really go look over here for more accurate information but basically you know if you want to still take this at face value you can yeah <laughs> you know it's 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 like again twitter unfortunately, for historical values for historical value <laughs> they're trying to it's it's playing the fence they're trying to they're trying to play the fence like play both sides of the fence i should say not play the fence um and you can't do that. Like you're either going to label it as inaccurate or, or you're not like, what, what's the, what's the point? They're trying to appease both sides here. And, and yeah. that's, it's unnecessary. So I think pointing um, back to an election page, like one source of truth that they're going to get the, um, they won't call the results until they get them from the state election officials or uh, two or more news sources. I think that's important. Um, I mean, one thing I, that, that stood out for me in the article was if a candidate prematurely declares victory, that it'll, it'll label it, I doubt this will happen, or possibly remove their post. highly doubt that one will happen. But um, that's, that's, that's interesting. I would think that the candidate would be like the last person to announce, but maybe not in this election. Depends who it is. Yeah, yeah. there's definitely candidates that will that will try to... And right now... Uh, the, kind of the the last thing I would say about this is the kind of bad thing about this being out there right now is even this information being out, Twitter saying what it's going to do allows those people that are um, that would do that sort of a thing to then strategize on, well, what could we do to work around that? Or how do we want to handle our our accounts on yeah. election night like what do we what do we do to like you know fight this mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and still do what we want yeah sure so um i know the next why don't you tell us about facebook and and instagram adam yes so facebook and instagram are just i think going to take take a more in your face approach so they're going to actually have a notification on top of all their apps their sites that basically when when the polls close which is probably as misinformation comes out 
that votes are still being counted or too early to call. And until, and their two sources are Reuters or the national election poll declare the races. Um, they ha they'll have an information poll or a page that breaks down the votes and electoral maps. Um, but then they also have um, this like system to flag posts that could go viral. And again, same thing to, to check them, to slow them down, slow down the spread of misinformation. Um, or, you know, if, if it questions the legit, le legitimacy, and actually you've seen this across like every social network. Uh, I don't know how TikTok does it, but like if it, you mention something, it'll say like, get COVID-19 facts or get election facts. Like it senses, a, it reads what the information is about. And it gives you like, it sends you to a source. Um, we already talked about it. Quasi stopping running political political ads, and uh, and their 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 uh, solution. If if a candidate prematurely declares victory, they'll label the post with a note that votes are still being counted. Um, uh, that could backfire too, because then people are like, "Oh, I don't I don't trust Facebook or something." But um, hey, they're trying. Um, so. What do you, and then the other thing that we always send people to, like you have Google search or Google news. Um, yeah, Google, I mean, which makes sense. Google search is probably going to be one that's highly used um, by most anyone rather than, you know, the people that don't use Facebook, they don't use Twitter. They don't use social media necessarily. Um, they're going to go to Google potentially to, to find out information. So um, Google will show an in-depth information panel above relevant search results. And that will, that will relay the election information from the AP. So they're just pulling it from the AP as it is. Um, if you, <laughs> basically, if you follow the AP on Twitter, it's probably going to be somewhat yeah. similar, I would say. Yeah. And, and um, but at least when has... you go to Google, go ahead. No, they have their election page as well. So I mean, that's another source yeah. you could go to because i mean like you so said, google's outsourcing theirs <laughs> yeah it seems like everyone's part the ap yeah yeah but at least at least it's like it'll it's good because if you go to search whatever um election anywhere any election local too i would imagine um it will be the the most up-to-date information whatever that is it might be an hour old um or a few hours old who knows um, it will be there and there'll be a, there'll be a map, um, that will let you easily kind of sort through and see results for state races and, and the different ballot measures. Um, the interesting thing with Google too, is they're going to ban all the adulated to the election after the polls close November the 3rd, and that will probably last about a week. So they're taking a little bit of a different approach with allowing ads all up until election day and on election day um, because they feel confident in their, in their existing system um, <laughs> that, that is reliable in their eyes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's kind of why it's like, depending on, yeah, it could be potentially more of a, a powder keg after the election if if certain ads were were sent to uh right. distrust the results more um i did think it was interesting though that they're not going to take steps against stories that pre 
prematurely uh, call the election. Um, so they're going to ban at stop ads, but not not take steps against. Well, well, because they're saying that they're existing, the way that they already do it is going to is going to weed those out. Yeah, their existing ad uh, system will not allow that false information to go out. So essentially, they're saying, look, we already have this in place. We don't have to do anything special along those lines like Facebook and Twitter. Um <laughs> We already got it nailed down. So, hey, more power to them. We'll we'll see. And and Google News, you know, throwing that in there, they're not really doing anything, um, spe- like super special. Um, it's uh, it. There's a topic page that that they're gonna have uh, that will show election related news stories. YouTube, since they're owned by Google, I assume they're. You know, oh yeah. Okay. Let's throw YouTube in there. Um, they will they will not be adding an information panel on their homepage. So when you go to youtube.com, it will not be there. Um, but it will show one that includes election results from the AP when searching. So sure. Okay. I mean, they're not throwing it in your face. They're, if you're actively searching for that information, they'll serve it up to you. Um, there's a stat about a qu- more than a quarter of adults get news on YouTube from the Pew Research Center. Um, hmm. But <laughs> define news because th- there's a lot of that that's not reliable or credible news. It's it's hey, independent. Phil, Phil, Phil DeFranco's credible news. Well, I'm not talking about him. I know. Uh, necessarily. I'm talking about there's a lot of any, others. Any, um, yeah. any, uh, anybody with a webcam uh, pretty much yeah you can go on youtube and go live on election night and start disseminating election results go for it <laughs> see how far you get so this is interesting apple news to just to like yes. go back and forth between google news there i think i feel like they're taking a much greater step because they're actually you know partnering with 538 they're going to use ap um as their official source just like google because uh, they have an election hub uh, but they also have uh human editors uh which will be managing a lot of the results so they're going to be putting um bodies and eyeballs um to choose those top five stories in that news app i don't know about you i, I have notifications on for apple news uh, which is curating the same as google news um but I think um, so. They say Apple News can limit their visibility, but does not typically remove the stories. Um, so it'd be interesting. I mean, it's their network, uh, their platform. Um, but it, like you said, a lot of people get their news from these aggregate news sites. Um, well, they go where they they it's it's fed to them. Like they, it's stuff that they already agree with and want to see, so they keep going back to it. Yeah. So let's talk about the kids. I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, yeah. TikTok, yeah. So, yeah. so TikTok and Snapchat. What what are they? What are they going to be doing? Because I mean, that's if anything, the speed of something spreading, I could see going spreading faster across TikTok. Yeah, and really, so what people should consider here um, is how how TikTok would be used, say, on election day or election night, right? Is it is the audience on TikTok sitting there looking for election results, actively searching for it, 
it's yet to be determined. Um, we'll see what the behavior is, but it could be the place that people are going to avoid dealing with <laughs> election day and night and looking for a respite. So I'm curious to see what what comes from that day on that platform because so they'll have um, they'll have a special election information page, right? But it's not going to be in your face on the top of the app. It'll it'll show up under whoops show up under any election related content, um, or if someone actively searches for it, um, it'll that will show up there. And then on election day, the page will include real time results. Um, so they're doing it, but they're just not. It, it's not like making it totally right there easy to like you pick up the app and it's there it's you still have to be somewhat actively searching for it um they're going to be monitoring this information um and they never there's no political ads on tiktok as it is but there's plenty of political content (laughs) yeah (laughs) both sides both sides yeah there's uh if you if you land on that strain of deep tiktok you'll get there I think what's interesting is after the last couple of debates, I'll go on TikTok and like instantly my feed like reprioritizes with like all the memes and quick little um, you know yep talking clips of of the different candidates with music or voiceover. So I think that that recapturing other people's stuff to share and then like either putting captions or dubbing over with audio, I think it's gonna be a big thing. Um, yes. For sure, uh, you you you. We didn't mention this yet, but you um, go, go ahead and finish Snapchat, and I'll bring that. I bring up a point I'm thinking of. <laughs> um, Snapchat is I don't know probably the least right uh, of of all. Maybe next to Google News, um, which is interesting because Snapchat has definitely been a player in registering people to vote, um, both last election in 2018 and and now um for for this coverage the discover page um yeah do you think news posts yeah do you are news organizations as active as they used to be doing the the daily snap on discovery i that discovery page is very youth geared because i mean Um, i used to get tons (laughs) of like the news little snip snaps yeah. On there, I ever yeah. it seemed like every news organization was dedicating a person to that. Definitely. Um, at one point, at one point for yeah. definitely in 2016. 2016 Snap was was like where TikTok is now uh in the sense yeah. of the buzz and the popularity and every every politician that was in the race, even in the primaries, like had a Snapchat thing happening. They they were covering, they were doing Snap uh stories on Snapchat. Um, and that's that not was the case when, with TikTok. No, no. In fact, uh, none of them have accounts on TikTok. Uh, I think the only one that does was like Julian Castro um, in the primaries created one, but they don't need to. So that's the thing that they're like Biden, right? There's definitely a Biden presence and there's campaign related mm-hmm. um, accounts on there the Biden coalition and by there's, there's some big ones on there that they're, they're more his campaign. It's not him per se. Maybe more behind the scenes or something. 
Well, or it's, it's just campaign workers. Like the content is not, it's not that the content is behind the scenes even all the time. It's, it's just that they're doing like, they do a lot of live video where they're just talking to people that come through and, and just having these conversations, whatever, you know, almost like an AMA, but a, a little bit more freewheeling. Um, and, and it's not, it's, it's not like this hugely organized thing. It's like they, they will go live. You know, there's not like a set time they're going live, let's say. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden you'll see that they're, they're going live. And then the content that's on there is very, it's very TikTok-y. It's the memes. It's the dances. It's, it's like different stuff. It's, it's on point, on brand for TikTok, not for the campaign or the person themselves. At, at some point in the night, there's going to be political sad, sad talk one side or the other <laughs> or 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 angry talk um oh so the one thing you mentioned like last week you're like hey let's let's have a watch party like you can you can do yeah have a watch party on, on facebook i think um what even like well i think disney plus now has it you can we could watch a movie together um oh we'll watch a movie yeah but th- but for this it's like and you could just go in a group and do one of those, or you could just honestly. What I was even thinking more was like Zoom, like just set yeah, up a Zoom. Zoom and hop on. Well, I think you could do it too. Like some of the um, every time there's like a car chase, you send me like an ABC 15 news uh, link on. <laughs> but I'm sure you could do a watch party on one of those. Um, sure. Well, yeah, you could do in a group. You can set up. You so can I set think that it's. Up, I think it's interesting. I don't. Know, I think in years past, maybe people that got together or went to like bars like a game and like watch the election results um it's not necessarily it's not going to happen this year so i i don't you're really the first person actually talked about that but i think i'll be curious to see how many if if watch parties are going to be a huge thing um yeah even having zoom open um we, we could yeah like just having setting setting up a just here's my link maybe like, we should maybe we should play among us and have a watch party <laughs> Who's the imposter? I think we know the answer to that question. So, uh, no, that's an interesting one too, because I think maybe like, maybe I'll recommend that. Like, as long as you don't get in fights with your family members, um, you can have some core friends. It would be invite only. Invite only, select invites only. Well, for ours, only. yeah. But like, if I'm saying yeah. with the listeners, if they wanted to do something similar, uh, misery loves it's probably... The same thing. <laughs> People, I, I, from my understanding across America, would is that there's people, you know, within their families. You've you've had it. I've had it. That it is huge disagreements about all this, and um, yeah, I would not be inviting <laughs> many many members of my remaining family. Uh, would not be invited. Um, it would be my extended family and and of friends primarily yeah. well cool yeah but it could I be mean, fun it could be fun yeah so i mean hopefully uh i think we'll be tweeting out some more as we find them but like they just want to give you a quick rundown of, of how to navigate a week up to and then especially election night and even the week after um yeah i i think what is it called on on facebook you can uh, mute somebody for a while or something oh yeah for 30 days yep yeah i think there's some tools you can use to your advantage 
uh, until we get back to sanity. Uh, I'm but, sure we've been we've been on the other end of those as well. Uh, I'm, I guarantee I've been yeah. muted by people for the last 30 days or but also 30 like, days. Uh, I'm actually like energized. I, I love I love watching the results and stuff. It's fascinating. But then it gets like past 1230 at midnight and it's a little exhausting well here on the west coast though it's not quite as bad i mean east coast for sure but out here i mean i honestly i could tell you the first election i remember paying attention to in that sense of watching i was it was you know ironically i i was super sick had had the flu so bad um election night 2000 and it was like this perfect storm of I was in and out of consciousness fever um, back home in Rhode Island, living in my own apartment, watching this. This thing was on the TV. And yes, that one, obviously, it went like into the night, into after 12, 1 a.m., whatever it was. And in and out of consciousness, um, fever dreams. Like I thought I was hallucinating. I was, wait, who's the president? Wait, they call it, they said one, then the other. And I legit thought I was hallucinating and I, that's how sick I was. When I woke up in the morning, I was like, wait, what, <laughs> which one was it? Who, who won? And then we didn't know for officially for a little bit longer. So fine. Um, good. But tr- that was the first time I really paid attention. Same thing. Find good trusted sources. I mean, actually one last thing before we jump, I would say like, probably don't look at the candidates accounts. Um, Mm. You know, trust scientists and experts for COVID and trust the election system for the election. I, I believe we've done it thus far um, for vote counting, unless there's legal issues. Um, yeah, I, I would look toward those local official tallies. Um, it's, it's too alluring to, uh, I would say, to, to yield your power of Twitter to, to say, congratulations, we won. I would like to end this uh, episode by suggesting why don't we do a first here Um, because it was the first time for the New England Journal of Medicine. Um, First time, well, first time in a while for the Atlantic Um, and then numerous other places, publications. Um, The presidential candidate who will be getting the more than hashtags endorsement officially for 2020 <laughs> what presidential candidates officially getting the presidential the, the endorsement from the podcast adam are oh, you asking me no i'm no i mean i i know what you're gonna say thankfully <laughs> and if, i'll say it if you don't want to say <laughs> vote for pedro um, um, so I, I, I tend to go for uh, the the greater good and who will lead and serve all the most in all people. Um, so I've heard so many different analogies about, you know, the sandwich you want, but you don't get the car you want, but you don't get. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, uh, I would say the more than hashtags podcast is endorsing the Biden Harris ticket for 2020. Yes. Yes. And, uh, uh, agreed with the with the greater good for all it seems um the uh 
the last, the, actually the last things we, we should leave people with is just probably the best, the best sources we're saying are AP. Mm-hmm. Um, 538 is a fun one. A- AP is pretty going to be pretty straight laced in terms of just information. Like, yeah, this is this information. 538 is going to give you information probably ahead of a lot of other places because they're doing their own stuff and they do this all the time. They're also going to give it to you in a very interesting fashion. I think, I mean, they're visually and, and interesting tidbits, um, um, projections, they will project, especially the local ones. I, I definitely see them being more willing to like project certain races based on the data that they know or have. Um, and then again, for your local races, find your local publications, um, the, the trusted, the most trusted source. And I'm trying to find my trusted source right now. <laughs> um, the hashtag election night on Twitter is, is iffy. Um, you know, if you want to kind of follow that again with a, you, you know, tongue in cheek, it's not going to have all accurate information. It's just the hashtag that people are using to get into that feed. Um, but that could have some, I mean, that's going to have some accurate information. It's going to also going to have some inaccurate information. Um, and then that, some of those Twitter lists that Adam mentioned from PolitiFact. Yeah. If you find, if you have a few, uh, well, well trusted sources, turn notifications on, on Twitter, like, like I'll be doing. And if you just need a vibe, uh, check out, 420 dog face 208 on tiktok <laughs> definitely check out tiktok uh tiktok might be my go-to on election night i, I think so i i'm gonna need some some humor and such so uh, I, th- I think you're right on that one so stay calm cool man we'll look at keep an eye out for that invite to the zoom zoom uh, watch party i can't wait <laughs> i have my uh my my lacroix ready oh ooh, okay <laughs> Well, LaCroix is the base, my friend. <laughs> and with that. All right, man. All right. Have a, good, uh, have a good one. Get through election. And we'll, we'll talk to you next episode.